Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. What's up, guys? It is another victory episode of the Bears Talk Underground. And this episode of Bear Up, Bear Down is brought to you by Bet Online. The wait is finally over, and a triple header of fun is upon us this week. Football is in full effect. The NBA Finals are coming to a close, and the MLB playoffs are in full swing. The championship series are going to be starting soon. You might not be able to get to a game this year, but you can still get in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to Bet Online today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Well, it wasn't pretty, especially in the first quarter and then pretty much again in the third. We seem to be an even-numbered quarter team or whatever. At least we were last night uh, against the Buccaneers. Um, but our beloved got it done. They uh, came away with the victory. So it is Victory Friday. The Bears are 4-1 and one for the first time in a long time. Uh, so it's the Week 5 Bear Up, Bear Down for the Bears Talk Underground. So let's get to it. For the first time under Matt Nagy, our beloved started the second quarter of the season with a victory. Because both in 2018 when we went 12-4 and and last year in 2019 we went 8-8. We started 3-1 and and then lost game number five. And this this year we went ahead and finally won it. And won it in, in, in very interesting fashion uh, against the Bucks. What's going on everybody? Larry D back for the Bear Up, Bear Down episode of the week number five review and uh we pulled it off last night it was a really good game too back and forth um you know five six lead changes whatever it was um it was a bend but don't break defense and uh you know we we, we decided not to bend or break at the right times uh last night that wasn't really happening early on but i thought after the first quarter we were just going to sit back and watch brady pick us apart for 60 minutes but the defense knuckled down, and uh, after giving up that first touchdown, it was all field goals uh, from then on, which turned out to be the death knell uh, for the uh, for the Buccaneers. We've watched it happen to the Bears so many times where we were the ones that got a bunch of field goals and couldn't put touchdowns on the board and then watched our opponent make two quick touchdowns, and next thing you know, they're back in the game. And uh, that's what happened last night. The Brady and the Bucks, you know, scored three times but only had 13 points. And then we will rattle off those two touchdowns at the end of the second quarter. And boom, the Bears are in the lead at halftime. And it's a completely different football game. So very fun game uh, last night. Completely frustrating at times. But then again, what Chicago Bear game isn't. But uh, let's get to why we're here and start handing out these uh, game balls. And uh, we'll start with the, uh, the Bear Ups. Now, actually, before I get to that, the Bear Downs, not so much, 
isolating any one person because I really couldn't think of someone who stood out in a way that was um, bad throughout uh, the day. I mean, actually, you know, I'll just give you an example. I, I gave a bear down to our tackling on defense. You know, our, our defense, as, as well as they played last night, it could have been so much better if we just wrapped up more times uh, than not. You know, it's like the, you know, and I know the, Rob Gronkowski is a tough guy to try to tackle, 6'5", 275 pounds, but you got guys just tr- like DBs, you know, obviously a horrible matchup, but DBs just simply trying to, you know, put a shoulder and, and trying to take it, Rob out too high, like trying to hit him up around his waist and just bouncing off of him like, you know, like they're nothing. Uh, and everything but twice last night Roquan Smith allowed uh, you know uh, Robert Jones their running back to turn what would have been losses into big gains you know Roquan comes shooting up the hole but he comes out of control because you know he goes flying right past the running back when the running back instinctively just makes a move both times it was it was the same spin move both times and rather than losing three or four yards on either of those plays he ended up gaining, I think, like 17 or, or like 11 on one run and like eight or nine on the on the other one. So it was like a 12 to 15-yard spin on each one of those runs, which should have been a three- or four-yard loss, ended up being an eight-yard gain or an 11-yard gain. He did it twice, both in, in what felt like critical situations. Like it really would have put uh, Tampa Bay behind the sticks and you know would have really made them like dig into their playbook to try to figure out how to get yardage on third and 17 or or something like that. Instead, they got a first down and a fresh set of downs and, and you know, we're, we're moving along uh, that way. But it was frustrating last night to watch this defense that we've seen be so ferocious uh, at times kind of be a little bit soft last night. And, you know, the tackling was just terrible for the most part. Like it, it, it got better as the game went along. But in the first half and into the second and into the third quarter, uh, times it was so frustrating watching guys get away that should have been nailed dead to rights and so th- that's what I'm talking about and there's like third down defense also gets a bear down um, this week it seemed like we couldn't get them off the field in uh, in critical situations and then it's like after I wrote that down I went and looked at the stats they were like four for 14 so I guess it wasn't too bad but it just seemed like uh, you know getting so that's why I guess tackling would, would be more the 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 thing that deserves the the bear down than the uh, than the third down defense, you know, thirty something percent is not bad, but uh, I bet we missed about thirty percent of our tackles, which is horrible uh, last night. So, and then uh, moving on to the bear ups, I'll give a bear up to Allen Robinson. I think uh, ten catches or so, ninety yards uh, yesterday. Um, you know, he did have that moment again where he. <laughs> He was he basically kicked the ball over to the defensive back. I mean, it's one of those freak plays, but it's the third time this year that it's happened to Robinson. The first time were those 50-50 balls that uh, he catches and then the DB takes out of his hands. That's happened twice this year. And then the, last night it was Nick Foles tried to back shoulder a pass, and when he reached back to try to catch it, he also like kicked his feet up in the air and kicking his feet up in the air, jarred the ball, literally kicked the ball out of his own hands and hit it just right so that it floated in the air just long enough for the defensive back to snatch it out of the air and, and turn it back around. Which And that happened in the first quarter. And what was frustrating about that is that 
you know, the Bears were starting to get something going, and then that happens. And that's where it was frustrating in that first half because that 14-13 thing happened literally like in the last three to four minutes of the first half. The first 20, 25 minutes of the first half, it was all Tampa Bay. So, I mean, it really did look like the Bucks were going to roll the Bears uh, last night with the way things uh, were going. Like maybe the defense will keep Brady and company out of the – end zone for the most part but this is going to be like a a 26 to 3 game with the way that we were going uh in those first 20 25 minutes on offense last night but robinson really turned it around in the second half just like everybody else did just like this guy did bear up to nick Foles. um it wasn't pretty to the eyes last night like just watching it was very tough at times especially in the first quarter he missed darnell mooney so bad on a deep ball uh, you, you think he threw it with his left hand as, as far as like how off it actually was. It wasn't like he was on target. He just put a little too much on it. He threw it like to the pylon in the end zone, and Mooney was running more towards the, the center of the field, like down the seam uh, by the numbers. So, I mean, they were way off on their uh, communication. And that was another thing. That's where you kind of just looked, and it really just looked like, you know, it, it to me anyway – and I'm not apologizing for Nick. He just wasn't good in the first half. Was He just didn't look like he's still not quite yet in sync with the starting units or the starting uh, receivers. You know, it just like, uh, you know, uh, it also happened with uh, Allen Robinson uh, of like the, on the next drive where I, th- I think Foles threw it to a spot where he was expecting Allen Robinson to sit and Robinson was, was slanting across the field and ended up not being able to come up with it because he had to reach backwards for it like Foles was throwing to a spot Robinson was running past it so we saw that happen a few times uh, last night but again that settled down (laughs) hey guys gonna take a quick break from the show to give thanks to our sponsors bet online the wait is finally over and a triple header of fun is upon us this week Football is in full swing with many teams strutting their stuff early. The NBA Finals are here, and the MLB playoffs are in full swing. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still get on the action at Bet Bet BetOnline is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season. From game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props, BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. Head to BetOnline today and use promo code ARMCHAIR to take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Bet online, your online sportsbook expert. The show is also brought to you by Manscaped. Listen up, fellas, because today we have a new Manscaped product alert. Manscaped just released the Weed Whacker nose and ear hair trimmer. Take a look in the mirror, and I guarantee you'll see hair sticking out of both of those holes. It's time to keep your, your ear and nose hair looking as nice as your clean-shaven pubes. Manscaped is forever changing the grooming game with their Weed Whacker. This nose and ear hair trimmer provides proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps prevent nicks, snags, and tugs in those delicate holes. The premium Manscaped Weed Whacker uses a 9,000 RPM motor, powered 360-degree rotary dual-blade system. Wow, there's a tongue twister. Its intelligently contoured design enhances the trimming experience, and it is waterproof, which makes for easy operation and cleaning. The only nose hair trimmer on the market with a powerful and rechargeable lithium-ion battery that lasts for up to 90 minutes of use. Have you ever pulled a nose hair out with your fingers? That might hurt worse than nicking your balls. That's no joke. 
Manscaped is making whacking your weeds a time to look forward to, delivering maximum confidence while providing hygiene. Yes, you will get a replaceable blade every three months to keep your weed whacking time clean and enjoyable. Look, fellas, 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff. It's time to upgrade your Manscaped routine with the Weed Whacker. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. What are you waiting for? Go whack your weeds. Thank you, Manscaped, for keeping our pubes trimmed and our hairs and our holes looking nice. Now let's get back to the show. And when I said um, it, it didn't look good to the eyes because Foles' stats never got out of control last night. It's like, okay, well, you know, the, the throws that he missed were real bad misses. Like there was one on the very first drive. It was like third and two. We got Robinson to flare out uh, to the right-hand side, and he threw one at Robinson where I, th- I thought he was trying to launch it into the stands, like like when a quarterback's under pressure and he just wants to get rid of the ball to live to fight another day. He threw it over Robinson's head where Robinson would have needed another Allen Robinson to stand on his shoulders to catch it. I mean, that's how high he threw the ball. It was ridiculous, actually, how high he threw that ball over Robinson's head. But, again, he settled down uh, in the second half and, and got us on that drive uh, in the fourth quarter that set up the uh, – that set up this guy's game-winning field goal bear up to Cairo Santos. Uh, he's been a little shaky uh, at times, um, missed a couple of field goals and 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 whatnot. But uh, last night, he uh, he hit a 46-yarder, which is kind of a landmark thing for him because he'd been perfect from like 39 and less, and kicking for like 40 plus has been his uh, Achilles' heel. Where he hit a 46-yarder yesterday that. Um, you know, help the Bears uh, retake the lead at 17-16 uh, in the fourth quarter and then hit the game winner uh, with uh, what was about fifth, buck 15 uh, to go in the fourth quarter to take the lead 20-19 and ended up being uh, just what we needed uh, enough to win the football game for us last night. So bear up to Cairo Santos uh, for, for getting it done. And uh, the Bears also auditioned kickers uh, this week, or at least one. Uh, kicker which i guess leads us to believe one of two things eddie panero isn't coming back or that eddie panero's injury was far more serious than they originally stated because they put him on that three-week ir and i don't know if they just renewed him and left him there for the three weeks or if you miss at least three games and then you can come back but uh eddie panero's uh you know cairo santos is still our kicker and we're in game number five going on number six and nobody's talking about Eddie uh, Eddie Panero and his uh, eventual return. So, I don't know what's going on there with uh, with uh, Eddie Panero, but uh, Cairo Santos has been fitting the bill uh, thus far. Uh, let's go. Uh, bear up to Jimmy Graham. Only three catches last night, but one of them was that amazing one-handed catch in the back of the end zone to give us the lead uh, just before halftime. And you know, talk about. Uh, a guy that's really uh, paid dividends thus far with his uh, – he's four touchdowns, second most for a tight end uh, in the league up to this point uh, in the season. And, you know, I think we're, we've already gotten more from Jimmy Graham than I think a lot of us were expecting uh, at this point. And he's been a reliable target in that part of the field. It's like all four of his uh, touchdowns – actually, the, the last one from one last night was 
uh, from about 20 yards out or, or whatever it was. So not like one of those goal line uh, touchdowns, throw it up for the old basketball player to come down with kind of thing. But that's what that happened. You know, Foles put it up. It was one-on-one in the corner of the end zone, and six foot seven Jimmy Graham's going to come down with that one more times than he isn't and made a great one-handed catch to uh, give the Bears the lead just before uh, halftime. So uh, a bear up to, uh, to Jimmy Graham. And actually bear up to the guy that made that play possible, which would be Kyle Fuller. Uh, coming up in, in that second quarter, such a weird sequence of events, actually, where the Bears got all the breaks after the initial call because uh, Brady throws one to the running back coming across the middle. The running back catches the ball, then gets plowed by Kyle Fuller. Good-looking legal hit, jars the ball loose. Uh, Robert Quinn falls on top of it instinctively because it was initially called as an incomplete pass. So Robert Quinn falling on the ball was just coincidental. So after And they flagged Kyle Fuller. And after they had a little powwow and sat and talked about it, it was ruled that the hit was clean because it was all shoulder, no helmet or, or anything like that. It was an, a clean hit. And then the booth signals down for review, and instead of it being an incomplete pass, it's now a catch and fumble with a clear recovery by the Bears. And it's just like just like that, it went from being, I, th- I think it was either going to be a first down for, for um, Tampa Bay or they were just going to be short of the first down and uh, to all of a sudden the Bears are first and 10 deep in Tampa Bay territory, and then a few plays later Foles hit Graham uh, for the Bears to take the lead just before halftime, and it was like a bang-bang thing with the Bears being down 13 to nothing, and then all of a sudden you know, we're up 14 to 13 at halftime. It's a completely different uh, football game, so bear up to uh, Kyle Fuller for making that possible and also for being really great in coverage last night as well I know I was picking on him earlier with him trying to tackle Rob Gronkowski but uh, better men have failed uh, at that one so and then uh, let's see what else we got we let's get a bear up to our pass rush last night you know we've been waiting for the pass rush to show up and and you know it, it had at times but last night it was way more consistent than it had been Uh, all season you know we had our flashes against Atlanta getting after Matt Ryan we had a moment here or there against the Giants and Daniel Jones but last night against the guy that we really needed to get a pass rush going against and we did it and we didn't have to bring extra guys and send the house to go in there and get after him we were getting there with 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 our four guys with Hicks and and uh, Mack and, and Quinn and uh, even James Vauders got a sack last night. So it's like everybody involved in the pass rush. Bilal Nichols is a much better pass rusher than he is a run stopper, uh, playing that uh, nose guard in favor of uh, of Eddie Goldman. Just a, a fantastic job from the uh, from the pass rushers last night, which leads us to our bear up for Khalil Mack. Two sacks last night, and I think you would have had a third if you didn't have one taken from him by a uh it was a uh or did they give it to him and then penalize him for it because there was a roughing the passer uh call on Khalil Mack which is a rarity that almost never happens uh to Khalil uh but he got called for roughing the passer last night which was bogus because Brady wouldn't go down so Khalil Mack took him down and when he did the refs flagged him for it so I don't know if that sack counted and he he had uh, two and then got the penalty, or if he had one of his sacks taken away and he should have had three. 
I think it's the latter because um, it basically erased the play and gave the Bucks a first down. But overall, Mac was everywhere last night, especially you know leading the charge on the uh, the pass rush that made it possible for the Bears to uh, to to really get after Brady and disrupt what they were trying to do. Uh, I thought um, you'll hear in the uh, review episode tomorrow that uh, I thought it might lead to a turnover in the fourth quarter because it's especially in the second half. The second half is when the Bears really turned it on uh, with the pass rush. I really thought that eventually, you know, Brady might uh, serve one up for us. You know, maybe get his arm nicked or not put one in, put enough on a pass. You know, to avoid stepping into a throw and getting hit that kind of thing. Uh, but instead, it was just a good old-fashioned pass rush that got after Brady uh, and you know disrupted what he was trying to do. It didn't lead to a turnover, but it was it was enough uh, to uh, to get us the win on Saturday. And Khalil Mack was the guy that we traded for uh, last night. He was an absolute beast uh, against the Buccaneers. So that is all we have for bear up and bear down. So we'll uh, go to our. Uh, MVB, our most valuable bear, and the, the candidates would be Khalil Mack, who I just got done talking to, Cairo Santos for being money in the kicking game last night, and Nick Foles for his second-half turnaround, leading the Bears to those critical field goals that won us the game. And the award is is obvious. It's got to go to Khalil Mack. The guy was a savage last night pretty much throughout the entire game, but really in those critical third and fourth quarters, helping us buckle down on Brady and the Bucks. And, um, you know, second week in a row, our defense has only given up 19 points, but we scored enough to actually win uh, this time uh, against the uh, Buccaneers. This is a huge win for the Bears, guys, because we've listened to nothing but, you know, like I told you so's with the Bears, eking out those victories against those inferior teams, just barely getting by or having these dramatic, you know, improbable comebacks uh, week one and week three against the, the Falcons and the Lions. Uh, and everything, and then struggling to hang on to a victory against the Giants. Uh, to see the Bears come out and straight-up win against a team like the Buccaneers uh, was a big, big thing, and hopefully it'll be a great confidence boost to this team uh, and also kind of quiet the noise uh, on the outside that keeps calling the Bears pretenders. It's going to be a much harder time having that conversation, calling the Bears contenders when they beat the team that everyone considers to be the contender in the NFC outside of Green Bay. So we beat them straight up. No frills, no thrills. We got it done uh, last night. So MVB award goes to Khalil Mack this week. And that will do it for this week's Bear Up and Bear Down. Come back tomorrow for the deep dive review. We have knee-jerk reactions and everything else. And uh, until then, my name is Larry D. And this has been... Bears Talk Underground. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. 
Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast.